Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Hamilton starting to figure out what its reopening plan will be. Let's bring in Mayor for the City of Hamilton, Fred Eisenberger. He is with us now. Fred, thank you for the time as always. Much appreciated. How are you doing? It's doing well, Scott. It's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a better day than I thought it was going to be. So I, I expected nothing but rain and so far the sunshine. So good news. There you go. What is yeah. the question that you are asked most by citizens during this pandemic? <laughs> That's a good question. You know what? I mean, there's not a whole lot of, I mean, I'm not getting a whole lot of citizen contact because we're all kind of self-isolating. But, uh, you know, what? When, when we get phone calls, uh, you know, the most phone calls we got were, and brace yourself for this, what's going on with leaf and yard collection? Uh, was the, the most often uh, often uh, noted call in, in, that we got into our office. And, you know, probably timely because, you know, the spring was upon us and people are in their gardens. They have to be staying at home. They're collecting all of this material. Why the heck is the city not picking this up? And so we have to explain that initially. And then, you know, Eureka, we were able to uh, figure out a way of collecting uh, leaf and yard. So that I, I, I'm totally, totally honest with you. That was the biggest call volume we received. That's amazing. You know, as much as things change, uh, they stay the same. And I guess, you know, if people are out and about in their yards, there's lots of yard work to be done. So that has all of a sudden become, I guess, a need that much earlier than normally, I guess. Right. And, and it, was, uh, it was perceived to be a kind of a civic decision. And, and for some reasons, in some respects, it was because we, had, we didn't have the manpower because of COVID to be able to collect it on a, a regularized basis. So, you know, people have an expectation that on garbage day, their leaf and yard gets picked up. Well, we just didn't have the, uh, the horses, the, the people power to be able to do that. So we have to, rather than have random dates, we have to cancel altogether. And so obviously top of mind for people, uh, clearly they're in your, as you were saying, in their backyards collecting all this material. So, you know, makes, makes sense that they would ask the question, well, when is this going to get restarted? Hopefully, they now are, they're now aware that this week, uh, Lower City and Mountain, put your leaf and yard out uh, Monday, hopefully and people did, and sometime through the week, someone's going to come and collect it. So there's a path, and if people aren't satisfied with that, they can always bring it to the transfer station uh, free. Uh, that's always been the case. But, there's- yeah, understandable that people, uh, you know, they're accepting what's happening on the public health side. They're accepting the fact that they need to stay home. They, I think they understand why. Uh, they had some questions around, like, why can't we uh, collect that leaf and yard? Understandable. And there you go. Another example of City Hall being nimble enough to answer to uh, the, the questions of the citizens and react during COVID-19. <laughs> Kudos to you guys. Yeah. Way, way to go. That's yeah. great. So yeah. as we talk about this plan to slowly reopen, and again, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the Premier just a- announced the stages yesterday, and already we want to know, well, when does the first stage start? But what is the first thing that the city starts to unwrap here as we slowly start to get back to normal? Well, you know, I, I, you know as the Premier pointed out in that kind of three-phased approach, I think phase one really starts to look at some of the public spaces more, more often than not, right? Not necessarily business per se, but public spaces that are now closed, the, uh, the conservation authority areas, the trails, the, the waterfront trail, you know, all the places that people want to get at uh, as the weather improves is probably the easiest place to go to, provided that people are still maintaining that physical distancing when they're doing it. So there's going to have to be, uh, you know, a, a good understanding from people that this is not just opening it up and letting every, everything happen the way it used to happen. There's going to have to be, uh, you know, physical separation and phys- physical distancing, protections in place possibly. 
maybe even uh, masking as, uh, as people go out. They haven't really defined that yet, but that's certainly something that uh, many people are talking about. So that would be the first area that I think would be the easiest place, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Do we have a plan as yet? Uh, no. And uh, one of the, one of the uh, you know, tasks for our kind of economic recovery task force that we're hoping to uh, start setting up tomorrow is really starting to look at uh, the more of the business side of things, the employment side of things, and can we uh, you know, provide resources and uh, pathways for people to deal with some of those physical separation issues that all these retail locations and all these businesses are going to have to put into effect. That also is going to require an awful lot of personal protective equipment. How is that resourced? Uh, you know, what, is a, what is an eye doctor need as opposed to what is a, uh, what is a barbershop need? All of those things are going to be very, very complicated, and we're going to try and make them simple and try and do as much as we can to standardize them so that we can provide that assistance to businesses so that when we're ready to open, uh, all of that has been thought through, and it's just a matter of getting the supply and trying to, trying to streamline things so that when businesses are ready to go and they've got the go-ahead from the, the province and the public health, that they have uh, processes in place to, uh, to actually protect themselves and their customers. And that's going to be very critical going forward. It's not business as usual. It's slowly and gradually opening up safely, uh, allowing for uh, physical separation, making sure that uh, the, the, the virus can't spread as we do this. And if it does start to spread, then we're probably right back into, uh, you know, a, a, an isolation scenario to uh, prevent it from spreading even further. So it's going to be a probably even a more difficult process coming out of this than it was shutting everything down. Shutting everything down was relatively easy, hard, but relatively easy to do. Uh, coming out of this is going to be a lot more complicated and it's going to take a lot more time. That was my next question. This is obviously going to be more challenging on the way out than it was on the way in. Uh, clearly, uh, uh, supplies, medical supplies, personal protective equipment and such, uh, testing, uh, extremely short supply. It's obvious that everybody's been caught there. Do you see mm-hmm. that there, there has to be more uh, uh, supplies, more ability to test before we get to that first stage? I think so. I think uh, supplies for sure, personal protective equipment for, uh, you know, shops, uh, especially, you know, service shops that are, you know, intimately connecting with uh, with customers, hairdressers, hair salons, uh, you know, uh, eye doctors, dentists, uh, you know, all of that stuff is going to require a significant uh, amount more of protective equipment. Uh, the uh, the ability for for them to be able to source that is going to be a challenge. Thermometers. Uh, is going to be, you know, a particularly, uh, you know, important in terms of being able to pre-test people as they're coming in to see if there's any indicators of them having a, a virus, which you see happening around the world. Well, those thermometers, those point-and-shoot thermometers are hard to come by. There, there needs to be a much pro, a very proactive effort to get that supply number up because when you talk about the supply problems we already have today relative to the medical facilities, when you, when you multiply that times the amount of businesses that are also going to require that, the numbers go up exponentially. And so everyone wearing masks and everyone requiring to have shields and everyone requiring to have those shield separations between customers, uh, all of those things are going to add up to a major supply issue that has to be sorted out before we get too active in terms of uh, opening up businesses even more. So uh, it becomes a really big challenge, and I, and, and I think the challenge nationally is, you know, who, who and there's a lot of companies stepping up. Uh, you know, I watched uh, 60 Minutes the other day and watched the transformation of Ford that, that isn't making any cars right now, and GM, 
and quickly transform plants into uh, uh, ventilator productions and uh, shield productions and mass productions and on a massive scale. And so that kind of effort has to happen uh, nationally here as well. And uh, we need companies to step up and really start producing this stuff on a massive basis so that uh, those protections can be in place so that when we do open up businesses, uh, that we can, we can at least have the confidence that all the measures are being taken to protect customers and employees and that we can uh, you know, minimize the impact of uh, any cor- cor- coronavirus spread. And if it occurs, that the, the, the health system is prepared to, uh, to isolate and, uh, and contact trace uh, and, and, and be aware of it quickly so that they can get on top of it and, and avoid any spread. So it's going to be complicated, and uh, it's going to require a massive national effort in terms of supply and a very patient public and, uh, and business community to be able to put this into effect as well. This is going to be a slow process. Mayor, City of Hamilton, Fred Eisenberger has been with us. Mayor Fred, as always, thank you so much for the time. Much appreciated. Be well. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.